Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be introduced to some key characters in 1 Kings, Ahab, an evil king of the northern kingdom, Israel, and his pagan wife, Jezebel, who's also evil. And then Elijah, a man of God, who comes to be a prophet of God. And this sets up a great confrontation that is well known and that we'll talk about here in a couple of days. We're in 1 Kings 16, verse 29. In the 38th year of Asa, the king of Judah, Ahab, the son of, son of Omri, began to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel and Samaria 22 years. And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. And in his days, Hiel of Bethel built Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. So here we have a situation where these northern kingdoms are, these northern kings are way out of line. And we just read yesterday about a king who was worse than all the ones before him. And now we're a few kings down the road, Ahab, and he's worse than all the kings before him, including the king that was worse than the kings before him. I mean, this is very bad. These guys have turned from the Lord. He's married this, this woman from a pagan religion, and she has brought with her this worship of Baal, uh, which is a pagan god. And they're building these altars to Baal, probably golden calves in a temple that was built for Baal. He's building Ahab, the king of Israel, who should know better, is building high places for people to worship in all these different ways. He makes an Asherah to worship the goddess of fertility and the mother of all the other pagan gods. It's just complete nonsense. And the Lord is not happy. He's provoked to anger more than any of the kings that were before him. Another thing that's interesting, Jezebel, not only is she just this pagan queen who brought all this nonsense into the Israelite people with her, which Ahab bought into, but she is known for wiping out the prophets of God, killing prophets. She doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone who is speaking on the one true God's behalf. And this is a bad situation. One last thing is this verse 34, Hiel, this guy who rebuilds Jericho. What's that all about? Well, Way back in Joshua chapter 6, verse 26, at the end of the battle of Jericho, when the walls came tumbling down, Joshua actually puts a curse. I'd missed this before, but there's this curse that Joshua puts on whoever rebuilds Jericho. Here's what it says. Joshua laid an oath on them at the time saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up his gates. Isn't that incredible? You fast forward several generations, and here we've got somebody rebuilding Jericho, and that curse happens. It costs him his firstborn, and it costs him his youngest son. And God's word, again, over the ages, is proven to be reliable and true. Well, now we turn our attention to Elijah, chapter 17, verse 1. Now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab, 
As the Lord, the God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain all these years except by my word. Elijah is professing a judgment to Ahab that will set up this confrontation that we're going to talk about in a couple of days. Verse 2, at the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord came to him, depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. You shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook Cherith, that is east of the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. So here we've got a hearkening back to God's providence in the wilderness. You remember that they were given, the people of God, the Israelites, were wandering in the desert and they were given meat in the evening and they were given bread or manna in the morning. And here we have Elijah being given meat and bread in the morning and the evening, as if to suggest that God was being maybe even more gracious to this man of God, Elijah, and had him set apart for a special purpose in a way that was beyond what he was doing with the Israelite people in the wilderness. So I want to look at one more passage in Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3. Here's what it says. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. So in a sense, these prophets, including Elijah, Elijah is one of the most popular, one of the most effective and godly prophets. God is setting up these prophets to be a forerunner of Jesus Christ. These prophets were never fully effective at turning Israel back to God. They were never effective at fully rebuking the kings and bringing them back to repentance. But they did help the word of God go forth as his redemptive plan played out. God brought a more sufficient, a more effective, a more perfect prophet, and that is Jesus Christ. That's what they're talking about in Hebrews in the New Testament. Jesus is the prophet who is able to turn the people back to God, not through convincing them to change their behavior, but by dying a sinless death, by living a righteous life, and by meeting the requirements of the law himself perfectly, so that through his death and resurrection and through our faith in him, the mediator, the priest, the perfect sacrifice, the perfect king, the perfect prophet, we could have his righteousness attributed to us. What a great gospel. What a great glimpse. Even in the darkness of what's going on in the northern kingdom of kings, God is still sending a glimmer of the hope that is to come through guys like Elijah, who are going to speak the truth and who are going to confront evil and who ultimately are going to help us get to the place where Jesus comes on the scene and rescues us from our sin. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.